Ooh. Feeling spooky. Adore guys, Halloween. <laughs> What's up, Scott? Nothing. What's up, buddy? Uh, nothing. I uh, had a little run-in at um, at uh, High V today that really hurt my feelings, and I'd like to tell you about it before we introduce who's here and talk about the Halloween episode. Oh, I'd love to hear it. Uh, so I'm walking out to the parking lot, and the car guys at Hy-Vee, if you haven't been to the one by my house, <laughs> uh, there are guys that are given jobs because they, I guess, because they're, that's the only place they can really, they kind of lack motor skills. Because they don't drive there. They, yeah. They lack motor skills. Maybe... Said guy lacks motor skills because his foot's on backwards. Uh, <laughs> anyway, and that's this is all out of anger. I apologize. But I'm walking to the parking lot, and this guy goes, <laughs> and I'm there with my kids, and he's like, hey, your shoes are untied, one of these car guys. And I look down, and they're not, and he's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and he got you good. He got me good, and my kids laughed at me, too. And uh, good day for that guy, bad day for Davis. <laughs> You know, I would have showed him my keys and said, uh, I can drive. Can you? And just walked away. <laughs> uh, I mean, out of anger, out of anger. Yeah, I'm super angry. That's how I had to tell you about it. And uh, this is Adore Guys Halloween. We have three very special guests here today with us. We have Billy, Andres, and Daryl joining us for the first time. And uh, we brought uh, two of them back because there was a lot of mayhem in the air on episode five, I believe. <laughs> And uh, that's a, Halloween's my favorite holiday, so we brought it back, and we got Daryl here, too. Yeah. And this episode is not going to be like last one that was kind of more serious, I guess, a little bit, if you could say that. This one is going to be pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. That, our last episode was very well received, so I want to thank everybody for that as well. Uh, we've had a lot of really good comments about that and gotten a lot of really good messages, um, especially from Jay's daughters who love the episode. They know Vinny personally, and so... Uh, yeah, it's it's gotten a really good reaction, and we appreciate you guys for listening. Hell yeah. Let's get this shit started. Uh, oh, yeah. Right off the top, I let's... Hey, Daryl, hello. hello. <laughs> let's hear his voice. Well, hello. hello, guys. Welcome. Let's do the Cheeto Challenge. This was brought upon by Andres' joke, I guess, yeah. at the club, and then we thought about doing this, so we got to get you guys on the big Cheeto board here. And also, before uh, we start this, I need to clarify. Obviously, if you heard of the last podcast when I was on here and Everyone, like how it started was just like, oh, how many Cheetos can you put in your mouth? That wasn't exactly what I asked this server. It was actually, if dicks were the size of a Cheeto puffs, how many could you put in your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> so I was asking him, how many dicks can you put in your mouth? Okay, um, so that might explain why well, he was that, really yeah, mad that, about it. And not just because it was Cheetos. Yeah. That makes was, a lot more sense. But maybe he's homophobic, and that's pretty fucked up. I mean, I did call him a grand wizard the other day because of his quarantine attire that he wears on his face now. Interesting. It is a pretty gnarly beard. It is. It he is. looks like he's ready to cast a, a fireball spell. Yeah, yeah, definitely sure. a wizard. Chris oh, Porter said he looks like a Curly Bill from Tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> and if he listens, he'll know exactly who we're talking about. What up? <laughs> What's up, Billy? Billy what chiming in. Uh, uh, well, let's... Uh, you guys talk amongst yourselves. I got a little gift for you guys for Halloween that I'll go grab real quick, and then we'll start oh, this shit. Cheeto challenge. All right. So Davis is the king of... Uh, tricks and apparently gifts now too so yeah. i'm kind of scared to see what he's gonna bring in here he already brought in some shot glasses that were skulls that were plastic and leaked all over the table all over the place 
So, uh, yeah, the whole room smells like Maker's Mark now, but that's not a terrible thing unless you have a bad experience with Maker's Mark, which we're about to. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you guys are. Yeah. Well, one of us won't. Me and Davis probably will. (laughs) Probably. We'll find out what happens. Oh, shit. Oh, Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, we got Halloween gift bags. (laughs) Halloween gift bags. All right. What's up? Oh, diabetes. Diabetes. <laughs> There's yeah. definitely fireball. Oh, my God. What the fuck is this? A nice little hangover. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, oh Hot Wheels? A recovery yeah. drink? <laughs> right? <laughs> There's, Hot Wheels? There's a oh, Hot Wheel yeah, car in there. Wheels in there. Halloween's my favorite, so I'm, I yes. look like Santa Claus a little bit, so here comes Halloween Santa. Well, for the last well, time, you. I went trick-or-treating and didn't get shit. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> why? Because awesome. you're in your 20s? <laughs> I may have been 15. <laughs> I'm already going to get diabetes, so this is just going to help. Perfect. Sweet. Fuck Perfect. yeah. Thank Happy you. Halloween, oh guys. <laughs> hey, be safe. Wear your mask. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Masks. Uh, laser pointers, all kinds of fun stuff. For oh, the kids hell yeah. I'm going to have to get some kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> just don't take them from anyone else. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, I want to hear numbers. Uh, Andres, how many do you think you're going to get on this? You're gonna, at at least you're seven. Um, I mean, can't do less than four, Nick Allen. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> he is, fuck, man? He's going to take that shit for a while. Yeah, yeah. come on. Daryl? Uh, seven for myself. Uh, maybe eight, nine if I don't crunch. Whoa, holy shit. You're, you're, you got Damn. big expectations. Daryl does take big bites of food, though. It, it, it <laughs> used to be a legendary thing. Like, yeah. at lunch, I'd be like, hey, let me get a bite. And they're like, are you going to take a Daryl bite? It's like, yeah. don't ask questions you don't want answers. Oh, this guy's talking <laughs> legendary over yeah. here, Scott. You might be nervous. I, I could eat, like, one-third to half a burger in one bite. Oh, holy shit. Okay. Dude, so, yeah. so Vinny made me nervous when I started watching him get to work because he has the same strategy that I do. Mm-hmm. But he tapped out at 10. 11 is still on the board as the number one, and I'm going to hold that title, hopefully. Here he goes, talking shit again, dude. I am going to talk shit. last time, and someone almost beat him, dude. Almost, but didn't. Almost, but didn't. A lot of people talk shit to Conor McGregor, and he still knocks him out. So, I mean, can we be compared as the same kind of guy? Maybe. Maybe not. He might weigh a lot less than me and have muscles, but. Dude, Conor uh, McGregor has never <laughs> eaten a Cheeto. Oh, I'm, I'm sure he hasn't. No yeah. way. No. Billy, how many you can you get? Um, I don't know. My only goal is to beat Nick. There, yeah. <laughs> that's a good goal. That is yeah. a good goal. I'm going to do it again because I feel like I went first. I should have another opportunity, and I'm going to get 12. <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> All right. Damn. Let's Who's see gonna go if first that here? actually happens. So first on the chopping block, we have Andres. Oh, great. Don't want to hold my mic. Hey, buddy. And just so you know, this we are recording these. Also. Yes, this is on you. Two mics. And hold on. Before you get started. We have uh, music for you guys. Yeah. (laughs) That has been carefully selected for each person. This is Andres' warm-up music. I'm a scat man. (laughs) (laughs) This is a Steam song. All right, here he goes. He's he's looking through the bag for the right ones because there is there is a technique here, and the technique is to find the straightest. Andre says, here goes, he's got the one. Cheetos. Oh, under the lip. Okay, that's that's a good strategy. I went with that that's one as well. Smart. 
<laughs> They're a lot bigger than you think. It is very deceptive. He said something there. I think he said, I'm running out of room already. Four. I think that's what he said when he mumbled through the Cheetos. All right. He's got four. There's five. Oh, you can tell. He told me yesterday. You guys didn't know this. He's He was practicing all day yesterday. Right. He fucking told me. And then he okay. ate like three bags of fucking huge bags, family size of Cheetos, too. Oh, there's seven. Oh, look at this. Damn. There's seven. Is that two at a time? Okay. <laughs> Eight. Eight. Damn. Oh, he's going for it. Damn. <laughs> There's nine. Nine Damn. is in there. This is easy, right? Oh, he's running out of room big time. Yeah, I don't yeah, know where this sure. one's going. Yeah. I don't know either. That's nine. Oh, oh. One dropped. Oh. I forgot the garbage bag from the spinoff. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'll run grab it. I'll run grab it. Yeah, go grab that trash bag. Oh. Oh, shit. Cheeto oh. back down. Cheeto back down. We have... Entanglement on the cords. Chester is pissed. <laughs> nine? nine. All right. So Andres is tapping out at nine, which is a solid, a solid nine. That's not bad. That's not bad. We just need uh, Davis to bring that trash back in. Although, although Andres just decided to eat them because he loves Cheetos that much. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely don't think I can do nine. They are a lot bigger than you think. <laughs> they are. It's deceptive. There hey. is there is a strategy. This guy's down for nine. Mm-hmm. He's down, down for, nine. for nine. Holy shit! So we have a new third place. Oh, the fucking pressure's really starting to mount again. The heat is on. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> I should have put that on the board. <laughs> oh my god! All right. So let Billy take this shot because Billy is going next. Billy's next. All right. And he now has the Cheeto bag. I think Billy can get f- at least five. I think. And here comes Allen. Billy's music. <laughs> Got one, two. There's three. Four. They're tucking in there pretty good. Oh, oh. That one's going in the middle. He's out of room on the sides. What do we got? Six. We're at six, six now. Tied me. I'm going down today. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh. Seven. <laughs> oh. Ooh. He made he made a hand sign like he almost tapped. He almost tapped. Nope. Oh. Oh, he's going upper lip like a nice. chew. <laughs> <laughs> kind of maniac chews with a dip in the top. <laughs> Look, it's called snus. It's Swedish. No, you couldn't get it. Six? Seven? Seven? Seven. So Eight. it was total was six, right? Yep. Total six. of six. Woo. All right. Good number. That's, 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 that's a good number. That's a good number. That puts him tied for fourth, technically. <laughs> Who's next? All right. Next. On the uh, chopping block is going to be Daryl. Yeah, this is not easy. It's my first <laughs> no. time. It's my first no, time, it, guys. Okay. It's your first time? <laughs> well, just go Have slow. Have you eaten a Cheeto puff before? Yes. All right. Just, yes. just You're familiar with Cheeto puffs? <laughs> take it slow. Don't Quite rush airy, it. Not crunchy. The gentler you are, the more pleasurable this experience will be. Oh. Do you know that Cheetos puffs are baked and the Cheetos curls are fried? That makes sense. I learned that. I believe it. Yeah. All right. All right. Cornmeal. Well, here we go. Carol's music. We want to move. 
Uno. Oh, Sterl's doing it with a speed kind of. Second one. Oh, he's getting a push. He's trying to push him in there. Yeah, push him. <laughs> That's three. Looks comfortable. Comfortable three in there. Got the. Oh. You can. I can see him plotting where they're gonna go. <laughs> I'm mesmerized at his technique, dude. That's why there's so much fucking silence for a minute. <laughs> I didn't even know. It's great. Oh, oh, that one's gonna fit right in there. You just have to get half yep. of it in. Oh my god! So half he got he got he got it in and corkscrewed it around so that it fit. <laughs> that was but that good, may have been was, his downfall because. Uh, He's not going to be able to corkscrew another one in there. Oh. Holy shit, how many is that? Christ, I have six? no idea. <laughs> I, stopped, I stopped counting. I, I was just six. mesmerized. I think, six. I think that might be six. If anything, we have the video. Dude. This has go. been the greatest one so far because no one even knows what's going on because we're all mesmerized <laughs> by Daryl's technique. Oh, look at this. <laughs> we'll have to get the official's recap. This is going to have to go up to the booth for review. I think he's got eight in there. I think eight so. In hand. Oh, this is eight right here? Yeah. I mean, he can spit them out and then count. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, that's more than half is out. I'm counting it. You want to count <laughs> it? I'm counting it. No. Oh, he's stuffing it in. He's stuffing it in. He got it. He's fucking with it. And he calls it. Oh, crafty yeah. son of a bitch. <laughs> And uh, where's the bag? Because I think he might need that. <laughs> he's got he's got a lockjaw look on his face right now. <laughs> Just bite and spit. Uh, he's he's gonna count them on oh, the exit. Yeah. Three, Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. He nice. got eight. Eight. Damn. Nice. Nice. All right. And we're letting. Davis go again, so I, have no, I don't right. know what I expected from this. <laughs> I don't know either. But uh we got some music coming up for Davis. Here yeah. we go. I'm ready. I didn't even hear my music. So you did it? Oh. <laughs> oh yeah. Beautiful oh. <laughs> 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 If you're going to tuck anything, this song goes perfectly with it. Two. Three. Four. 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 Five. Oh, Six. Broke. Broke. Did it break in half? Oh, it broke. Well, it's just a tip. That's like <laughs> that's three quarters in. Yeah, but once you crunch one, that's that's the rules. So it would be five? It would be five. He oh, didn't no. even, oh, you didn't he didn't even first score, break bud. his last score. It would be better than Nick Allen, but still. <laughs> <laughs> I'm devastated. I don't have a huge mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So when I have a worthy opponent, I will 
fight for my crown. But oh, damn it, currently, man. how do you Jesus. guys do that? Man? I am still the champion. I almost had twelve. That's all I'm gonna say. I literally almost had twelve, but it broke on the entry. So Jesus. Not my six, hand, I got, six I was definitely hate a lot. <laughs> <laughs> got fucking Cheeto dust all over you. <laughs> Honestly, I'm surprised I made it to the eight. Yeah, it's well, that was it's, good. Th- when when we were first talking about this before we came on and actually recorded it, uh, I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna do 14 easy." And I had it like pictured <laughs> in my mind. I was gonna stack three on each side and two <laughs> in the front. Dude, like I mapped it out, way. and it doesn't work. Because they are not as flat as you remember, and they are definitely like a lot bigger than I thought they were. They be. got some girth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the girthy Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> and well, they're curvy too, so that like really makes it hard to step in there. It's all about so you got the, the curve and the girth. Yeah. Bad you combination. Gotta find that sweet spot ratio. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, congratulations, guys, for now being on the Cheetos Big Board. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so we now have a new third place. Fourth place, and a tie for fifth. Damn. Don't worry, life's still there. <laughs> <laughs> so, hell yeah, that's awesome. Fuck yeah. Good job, guys. Well, it's Daryl's first time here, so let's go ahead and get the, to the questions that we normally ask first-time guests. Definitely. So, Daryl, uh, why did you get a job at the Funny Bone? Well, I had a job in high school at a grocery store that I won't name. Actually, it doesn't matter. They're closed now. It was bag and save. Yeah, get fucked. And uh, (laughs) long story short, I had a foot injury, and they made me work on it, and they tried to make me have uh, take someone else's prescription painkillers. Oh, that's... Go through my shift. And that's always a good thing to do. That's when not a see, good idea. fucking dude had a backwards foot, fucking taking cards. <laughs> <laughs> Just like I said. Hey, hey, I was the fastest cashier in the region, according oh, to them. Damn. Oh, uh, a fastest in the region? Did they, according <laughs> to them. Did they have a contest? Did they have a contest? No, we weren't that far down. Well, then how can they claim that? Did you have your own special Jimmy John's. I was on it shit. I know, because I have insiders at Jimmy John's. I know. They have a sandwich-making contest, and they have like they a do. guy that's... No, anointed the fastest sandwich maker in the country. So dude. when I worked at Pepper Jack's, one of my managers there used to work at Jimmy John's and she went to Vegas to compete No, Omaha. <laughs> they held it in and Vegas? They won. Yes, dude. Yeah. It's like, it's like the they won. World Series of Poker, so dude, but sandwich making. I, the, one of the guys that she worked with when I did work at Jimmy John's, he was my manager there and then she was my manager at Pepper Jack's. They went together with one other person Hell and yeah. they won that year. Wait, they won the whole thing? They won the whole thing, yeah. No way. And then I used to time myself. Omaha, represent. (laughs) So with Jimmy John's, it was you had to make a sandwich within 30 seconds. And so we would time ourselves when we were slow. And I could make a number two with cheese, extra mayo, extra tomato, from beginning to end, wrap it in 18 seconds. Oh, shit. Jesus. Decent. I can't make a peanut butter and jelly in 18 seconds. No way, not at all. <laughs> That's a lot of spreading. I take a lot of yeah. time on my sandwiches, put yeah. a lot of love into them. <laughs> all right. So uh, were you into comedy before you got a job at the Funny Bone? Yes, definitely. All right. And so uh, do you remember like the first weekend you worked? I do not, but I do remember one of my first shows was definitely Jay Medicine Hat. Oh, awesome. Like, oh, that's sweet. I wanted to revisit that just a little bit because I remember, like, as a food runner, because that's where I started out there, um, when I was 17, after I quit the grocery store, um, I needed a job, and Daisy was like, hey, we need food runners. So that was an awesome thing that worked out. Um, but I remember going to seat people, and the bar would pre 
bucket a bunch of beers. They'd get a buffet table set out in the bar, and maybe two of them sometimes, and every single one of them would sell before he even does the induction. It was crazy. <laughs> oh, seriously? It, it was wow. crazy that the crowd would be, like, that heavily into the party scene, but then also so patient and, like, willing to be quiet during the induction. And right. Whatnot. It was just a weird balance there. That's awesome. That, I think it's that hard. goes to, like, what he did. Like, you know, the uh, he put on such a good show that even though they yeah. were, like, partying and fucking being hammered, they would be quiet because it was such a good show. They didn't yeah. want to fuck it up, you know? So. And then uh, there was also a thing. Uh, the servers, like, once that induction process is start, um, and you couldn't go, you couldn't go into the showroom or exit the showroom. Like you couldn't let people go up to the bathroom. If they did, they had to stay out until the induction was over. I remember being in the kitchen; we'd have to stay back there for like 10, 15 minutes while that happens. Servers would be either be out on the patio if they smoked, or they'd be you know stuck in a little server station. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Weird. Yeah, they could. Yeah, they wouldn't. I, come but I, I mean, I get it. You don't want to come in and interrupt yeah. what's going on yeah. and fuck anything up. Well, yeah, and if there's people like moving around in the crowd, it kind of, yeah, you know, you'll see someone moving and be like, too much know. distraction, right? So the other question I like to ask is, uh, you know, who is your favorite comedian and why is it Carlos Mencia? Oh, I'm just fucking with you on that one. Well, I, I knew you were two for two. So here's here's a little insider thing. I knew Andres's favorite comedian was George Lopez. I remembered from when he started. Whoa, pulling the just, curtain back on it, Halloween, dude. It was fucking. <laughs> it fit so perfect because I don't think anybody else realized that I remembered that because I was surprised that I remembered that. So I just had to fuck with Daryl a little bit. It was good. You knew that but I was who, a quarter Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> who is your favorite comedian? Uh, George Carlin, because uh, fun fact, well. he also used to narrate Thomas the Tank Engine, which uh, I yep. definitely was raised on that, that shit. That is true. Alec Baldwin did some, and I think so did um, one of the Beatles. I forgot which one, but he narrated a few back in the day. But anyways, so when I like first started watching comedy or whatever, it'd be on Comedy Central, or when we used to you know, pirate cable and I'd watch whatever HBO had on, it was fucking George Carlin, so I was automatically drawn to his voice, and it was really weird because, like, by the time I was twelve or thirteen, I had watched like all nineteen of his specials that had come out at the time. Oh wow! Yeah, I, I was obsessed with him. And plus, um, his nineteen seventy eight case that was ruled on July third that year with the FCC about his seven dirty words. I feel like it does a good ode to like our rights as Americans. You know, not a lot. Of, not well, to get all patriotic and political, but well, yeah, no, no, but yeah. that's volumes. what he—that's what George Carlin was, man. Yeah. You can watch his yeah. specials, and they're relevant today because he's talking about the same shit that's been going on for fucking yeah. years. You know, I mean, I know it's cliche because right. you know, even actual comedians cite him as like a huge source of inspiration. Right. Well, he was so smart. He was like yeah. just a, a very highly intelligent man. He was educated, and he was able to play that into his comedy, and and he did it in a way that most people couldn't. Yeah, it wasn't preachy. No, it wasn't, but it was very informative, but at the same time made you laugh because it made you think. It was, you know, comedy right. that you had to think about, and if you got it, you got it. I yeah. mean. And I've been waiting for some. I'm glad he is your favorite comedian because we've down. never talked about him yep. on this podcast I actually yet. got to see him on his last tour, too. No it, way. It was the first comedy show I went to before I worked at the Funny Bone. Dude, um, it was so a, awesome. It was either a Christmas or a birthday present, but it ended, ended up having to be uh, rescheduled once uh, because he was going in for, like, first or second open heart surgery because you know dude definitely lived a rough life and he was old um but yeah i saw him at the orpheum it was uh me my mom daisy and uh i forgot who else was there but yeah it was fucking super cool i was in like the seventh row over off to the side which it, oh that's that, fucking awesome yeah. so wow i'm never gonna forget that dude that's no awesome. i i hope you don't no <laughs> that's great 
That's awesome. So uh, the next question that we always ask, and it's the last question, is any fun stories or shenanigans or pranks or just random things that you remember that made you laugh at the funny bone? I mean, I hate to go back to Jay Medicine Hat, but every weekend that we had him, because, you know, he did come every, like, six weeks or so. It was just a riot every time. I will say one of the biggest, like, round of applause standing ovations we've ever had was fucking uh, Jay Farrow. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Dude yeah. From SNL. Yeah, yeah, I didn't work that it night, but insane. I heard it was awesome. I've only felt the room shake a couple of times, and it was Jay Farrow and Joey Diaz. No shit. Yeah. Yeah, Joey Diaz. Yeah. Oh, yep. I know. I got what you're a Joey about. Diaz story. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Uncle Joey. He may or may not have been indulging in a leafy. Um, you can say he was okay. smoking weed. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. smoking weed. He does it all the time. <laughs> he yeah. does it all the time. <laughs> he was about to finish up and go back in and either get the time or he was about to go up and he was like (laughs) (laughs) you're out there with him yeah Yeah. (laughs) so yeah but he didn't inhale just so you know (laughs) (laughs) i'll incriminate myself right after this (laughs) it already happened and he's looking at it and what are they gonna do over his back and he looks over, and there's one of the fucking actual cops, not just a security guard, a village point walking over. He's like, oh, it's the security. I don't give a fuck. I'm Joey Diaz. And he does this fucking laugh, and he walks right back into the yeah. <laughs> That dude is the wildest. He does He's not. So wherever awesome. I love that he says, wherever I am, marijuana is legal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he gets picked kids. up at the hotel or whatever, and he'll just be, like, standing out smoking a fucking yeah. joint like out front of like the hotel. in front of everyone just right out there just doesn't care <laughs> doesn't yeah give a fuck <laughs> colleen said something about it like the last time he was in town she went to go pick him up and he was just sitting out there smoking yep. a joint she's, she's like, like joey you can't, can't do that he was like who's gonna stop me yeah, the last time he was in town she just let him smoke in the green room because it's like what the fuck else am i gonna do yeah i uh carlos mencia was there one time and uh He's not a fan favorite of anybody, really, and everyone probably already knows that. Hard from pass. And, uh, Before my time, he uh, he had his nephew or something with him that um, his name was Fernando, I believe, or Francisco, and he had he sold Carlos sold like a million shirts, and so at the end of the show, I was helping Francisco take all of his merch down to their van, which was parked right in front of the Funny Bone, and uh, on our way up in the elevator, he was like, "Hey, uh, you want to smoke a blunt?" And I was like. Yeah, I do. <laughs> and uh, he's like, okay, I have to ask Carlos. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm sure you do. <laughs> and then so he did. And we stood out by, I thought we were like going to go somewhere or like drive around. And we stood out like right in front of the funny bone, <laughs> which is not condoned by anyone. <laughs> so I'm super nervous to do it anyway. Well, then it made, it was very weird because I try to give everyone that comes in, you know, we've talked shit about a few guys on here, uh, comedians but that's because they treated us like shit everyone that i meet and this goes for just even human beings like i'm gonna be cool to you or give you the benefit of the doubt until i know you you know and i've heard stories about carlos or whatever but if he's cool to me he was not cool to me he came down and so we started smoking and it was like i didn't exist he would only talk i was in the conversation but he would only acknowledge his nephew or whatever it was like i wasn't there and then it, nepotism. Yes. Yeah. It was super weird. So thanks for that, Ned. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> name drop. Then fucking another comedian. Uh, I'll tell you guys later. In Omaha, came down and he was like, 
he looked at they were like you want to smoke and he's like no and then he looked at me he's like is that your weed i was like no and he was, <laughs> and then he found out it was theirs and he's like oh i'll hit it and so he hit it and so then he joined in and i saw the blunt getting kind of low and so i knew this is like gonna be my last hit so i hit it and i turned around i didn't say anything to anyone i just walked to my fucking car and left. <laughs> just dipped. i don't know what's in the weed in california or wherever they got this shit from but i smoke weed a lot and i was fucking hammered dude it was crazy that guy's a dick that's my weed smoking story. <laughs> I wanted to incriminate, dude, because you did. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's uh, Daryl's story. And I have a question we... for him. Oh, go ahead. What's your favorite Tyler Perry movie, dude? <laughs> the one that I haven't seen. All right, cool. Yeah. Honestly, so all of them? You, you could have said any of them. I have no idea. If you could have said anything. Medea goes at Guantanamo Bay. Should have named an Eddie Murphy movie. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any other funny bone stories you want to share? Uh, I could talk about Chris Porter a little bit. All right. Um, yeah, he was here uh, this last weekend. Yeah, yeah, dude, what a guy. He is so fucking cool, and he is definitely one of the funniest. Um, a few years ago, when he was here, I may or may not have procured some weed for him, <laughs> and uh, sorry, Colleen. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, so it was like an eighth or whatever, and he, he smoked maybe half of it. And then he's like, well, I'm going, you know, I got to take a flight, and I sure as shit can't take this with me, so here's the rest of it. And then he didn't want, like, you know, any money back for the difference. He was just like, no, I already paid you for it, but I can't take it, so take it back. What it's a nice like, guy. Yeah, oh, like, awesome. it was just so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> he's not as ugly and angry as a special right. might you know, come off as, which is one of his specials. <laughs> but he, that's a good, he's one of the few dudes I've ever heard that isn't scared, that are, is like a comedian that's not scared to fly with it. That's where I learned, like, they don't look for yeah. weed when you fly with that shit. <laughs> they look for bombs. Not. Right. My first year there, Chris, the first time I saw Chris Porter, he, they, they taped Lost and Alone in our room. Yep. It was right. awesome. Oh, that's one of his uh, Amazon Prime specials. Yeah, yeah, yep. he's got a couple of them on there. Mm-hmm. He was uh, what? He's the second guy we've had since we've been back open, and yep. uh, it was a pretty good weekend. He's pretty. We're back down to fifty percent, but it was good. If you you're listening to this and you live in Omaha, you should definitely get to the Funny Bone. Most definitely. For yeah, sure. I mean we're we're doing everything that we can to keep everything safe and wiping everything down and keeping everybody distanced. So. I just want it to stay, you know, like all you guys, we want it to stay open because we love what we do. We love working there. We love the shows, uh, but we want to keep everybody safe at the same time. And it was so much fun this weekend. Oh, I got a uh, quick little shenanigan story, unintentional <laughs> shenanigan story. All right. This I, is what I'm talking yeah. about. <laughs> so um, when I first started, I kind of had more more of a fro. And uh, you guys remember that? Yeah. So, oh, yeah, we definitely remember yeah. that. So when I had my fro... Um, I noticed one day that me and Daryl like pretty much look the same. Besides, he's skinny, I'm fat. <laughs> so I, I mean, that is a good. Yeah, that is. Like I'm like, I wonder if people ever get confused. Like, what the fuck? Like they'll see me, see me leave, and then like they see Joe come in. Like, weren't you like 30, 40 pounds fatter like a little bit ago? And we <laughs> actually, grow three inches. Yeah, and like you grow. Um, actually happened. Oh, one they time. they thought you were Daryl. No, like I'm assuming this hasn't happened. Actually happened with a. Uh, Dylan and Daisy one time at the podium where I went to the bathroom uh, and Daryl was in there too. And then Daryl came out and they're like, what? Wait, what the fuck? <laughs> like, My own so brother and sister. <laughs> yeah, they were so confused. Like, wait, what's going on? I'm like, what do you mean? 
great because Daryl's related to so many people at the Funny Bone, and True. the one person he's not, he looks the most like. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that also happened with um, our old door guy, Steve Graves, because he also had very similar yep. hair, but he's yeah. also actually black. God, he was such a some nice good guy. hair. I mean, the, the amount of hair we have in this room right now, we could build a human out of the hair. If you shave it's Halloween. Yeah, I mean, dude. that's not weird or anything. <laughs> yeah, because this show's not me. weird, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, that's, that scared me. Yeah. I thought we had a power surge, dude. Halloween shenanigans. <laughs> the lights are off, just uh, so everyone knows. The lights are off now, all the listeners. So the lights just, are off. No pants are on. Don't fucking touch me, dude. <laughs> Davis had to get us in the mood. <laughs> Where are these uh, Cheeto-shaped dicks you got? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> That's the special bag. You know, really, dude. what I was thinking about during that whole thing was how did you connect dick size to Cheeto puff size? <laughs> well, I, was, I was like, man, your radar is fucked up if you think this is. Like, <laughs> well, uh, surprisingly enough. All right, let's see your how dick. How many Cheetos <laughs> is a dick for you? Well, you. I was at work one day and uh, it's when Dylan. <laughs> I like how this is starting. <laughs> no, it's when so Dylan... I couldn't find my ruler. I had to measure it somehow, and Cheetos were the best way. Well, no, I was uh, at work, my regular full time job, and that's when Dylan worked there, and we were just bullshitting. I'm like, I don't know why that popped in my head. I'm like, hey, what? What if uh, this was the size of Cheeto puffs? And how much did you put in your mouth? And then we're like, like that's a funny joke. Let's just go around and ask people that tonight, and we did. And that's why you got hired right. at the Funny Bone. Full of shenanigans. That's awesome. Uh, well, since it's Halloween, fucking um, Scott, you got some uh, history stuff to tell us, and then let's tell some ghost stories if we have some personal experiences. Because yeah. I do. Yeah. So uh, I decided to look up some of you know like the uh, the tales and traditions and kind of you know their origin where they came from. And so the fear of vampires was created because of tuberculosis. What? Or what they would call consumption. They claimed the lives of entire families in Rhode Island, Connecticut, Vermont, and other parts of New England in the uh, late 1900s. So before they were able to explain how the diseases spread, uh, hopeless villagers believed that some of those who perished preyed upon their living family members. And so they would dig up the dead and burn their internal organs to make sure that they, uh, you know, couldn't come back and eat anybody. Seems reasonable. I mean... That's zombies, though, not vampires. Vampires come back like that? that well, I guess that's what they thought. <laughs> they, they were pretty dumb back then. For real. They Most believed everything. Steaks. <laughs> <laughs> um, then the whole witches flying on brooms. Uh, it may be a Halloween icon or you know a well-worn stereotype, but the history behind it is associated with the everyday household object is anything but doll. The earliest known images of witches on brooms dates back to 1451. Jesus Christ. Which is Christ. crazy. Dude, that's, to me, that because witches are real, dude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it's got like, roots. Are in, you kidding uh, me, dude? It's got roots in a pagan 14. fertility ritual. And oh, which like doctors who would prescribe dildos for hysteria. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Or, oh, you, women were just getting off on the broom handles, and yeah. they're like, she's Yo, a witch. No, for sure, for sure. <laughs> oh, oh, your stomach hurts? Fuck. Here, let me boof some heroin into your butthole, and then you'll be fine. This like, is pre-men <laughs> even saying that women had orgasms, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, for sure. It'll fix your for ailments. Sure. Like, for go sure. fuck oh, yourself, what are you but saying you now? don't enjoy that. What? Are you saying women have orgasms? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, none of the ones you met have? <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> It's just so, a myth. So yeah, so it was it was all part of a, a fertility ritual. 
Uh, rural farmers would leap and dance astride poles, pitchforks, or brooms in the light of the full moon to encourage their crops. The broomstick dance became confused with common accounts of witches flying through the night on their way to orgies and other illicit meetings. So witches definitely get down. And they were definitely fucking them brooms. <laughs> so were witches the original users of the stripper pole? That's what it sounds Dancing like. Dancing on broomsticks? Sounds like they invented them, really. Oh, yeah, just right. fucking put a pitchfork in the ground and just start spinning around that bitch. Next time any of you are at the strip club, call them, tell them that they're witches. Let's see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> um, haunted houses open during the Great Depression, which is kind Seems of like depressing to think about. It's yeah. an odd time to open a business. Hey, let's freak everybody out. Yeah, but Real Halloween poor. had become a time when the young men could blow off steam. I love how it just says young men. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> again, this is before women existed. Yeah, it or says, had rights. In 1933, parents were outraged when hundreds of teenage boys flipped over cars, sawed off telephone poles, and engaged in other acts of vandalism across the country, people began to refer to the year's holiday as Black Halloween, racist similarly rip. to the way yeah, referred racist. to the stock market crash as Black Tuesday. Rather than banning the holiday as some demanded, many communities began organizing Halloween activities and haunted houses to keep the restless would-be pranksters occupied. So they opened up haunted houses during the Depression to keep asshole kids from cutting down telephone poles and flipping over people's cars because they were assholes. So I know, like, the standards today for haunted houses. What was it like in 1933? Oh, oh it, you it, think they just beat it, the shit out of them? They probably showed, a, like, a free <laughs> black guy, and they Trying were like, holy blow shit! Off for young men, <laughs> is it just, like, an abuse cavern? Like... <laughs> The government's going to tax you. <laughs> this woman can vote. <laughs> uh, you know their costumes were real shitty. They were like those, they put a bag over their head. Like, like a burlap flower yeah, yeah. sack. <laughs> so I'm saying they had like, you can't touch people in haunted houses today. So they must have been like grabbing these kids. Oh, yeah. They choking them and shit. And they, they was all like candle lit. There was no yeah. animatronics. Yeah. So that dude who looked dead had to really look dead. Oh, Electricity he, he was, was barely dead. 50 yeah. years yeah. He might have really been dead. <laughs> Um, jack-o'-lanterns in the legend of stingy jack this is Don't all about stingy mark <laughs> this is stingy mark this is all about jack-o'-lanterns <laughs> so it was an irish myth about a man named stingy jack and that led to the tradition of carving scary faces into gourds according to the legend jack tricks the devil into paying for his drink and then traps him in the form of a coin the devil eventually takes revenge and stingy jack ends up roaming earth for eternity without a place in heaven or hell he does, however, have a lighted coal, which he places inside a carved turnip, creating the original jack-o'-lantern, which makes me think that I might carve a turnip instead of a pumpkin and just put it out and see if anybody notices. <laughs> you know what? I want to say something. I've seen a lot of you posting pictures of, like, pumpkins. with It looks like they have a pussy or their fucking backside's a butthole, and I'm getting real <laughs> sick of it. I'm <laughs> fucking sick of you sexualizing jack, jack-o'-lanterns. And now I'm even more pissed. How disrespectful to Stingy Jack, you motherfuckers. Keep it fucking PG out there. So in shorter awesome. terms, fuck your pumpkin. Yeah, fuck <laughs> your pumpkin. That's it. I'm going to go around and fuck your jack-o'-lanterns because you're doing this. If it looks like a butthole, it's fair game. That's what we're doing at this podcast. All five of us get going out and fucking all your pumpkins. Um, another one of the big like tales is uh, they thought the White House was haunted by Abe Lincoln. Uh, for years, presidents, first ladies, guests, and members of the White House staff have claimed to have either seen or felt his presence. Uh, Calvin oh, Coolidge's sure. wife, Grace was the first person to report having seen the ghost of Lincoln. She said he stood in the window of the Oval Office, hands clasped behind his back, gazing out at the Potomac 
perhaps still seeing the bloody battlefield beyond. So that's kind of, uh, you know, oh, for sure. The cool. white house is haunted, dude. <laughs> I mean, think of everybody who's been there. People who've died there. I mean, it's, all the it's slaves gotta that be were whipped there. I yeah. mean, <laughs> too dark. Too dark. All, no, all too the dark. that built it. No, there, built the place. Yeah, there is. There is no too dark. Uh, spirit photography claims to capture ghosts on film. So back when they would print on tin and silver, uh, it's Civil War era photo. Uh, he claims to have captured ghosts on film while taking self portraits for practice. One of his prints came back with an unexplainable apparition. Although he was quite alone in the room when the shot was taken, there appeared to be a figure at his side, a girl who was made of light. He showed the photo to a spiritualist friend who told him the girl in the image was almost certainly a ghost. Uh, he then began a swift business in so-called spirit photography, which, you know, everyone back then was some sort of fucking... Dude, people now, I used to, I said on an earlier episode, work at the one-hour photo, dude, and fucking um, most definitely you would see, like, weird shit, like people camping or doing some shit like that. You would see fucking weird orbs and stuff in all kinds of film. It can be from developing the shit, too. But. Yeah, or like a speck of dust that came across the lens right at the right time. But, like, uh, there's some tribes fucking... I forget where I heard this. I, I'm sure a lot of people know it, that uh, if you... They believe if you get your picture taken, it takes a piece of your soul or whatever. Dude. The Amish like, are like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, They will fuck you up to destroy your camera if you take their picture. No shit. They will come after That's you. Awesome. If you're within, like... A distance where they can get to you, they will take it from you. They will break it. Do they have mirrors? Like, do they ever see themselves? Um, you know, I've never been inside of one of their houses. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Never been invited in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I know that when, when, as a kid, when we'd go to, uh, like Lancaster County in Pennsylvania, which is where I'm from. Is that where the Amish Mafia's from, dude? That show? They, they did stuff. (laughs) Dude, that show makes me laugh so hard. What if I told you I might have a picture of Amish or Quaker people on my phone (laughs) that I took? What? Oh, then that's why you, then I would destroy your phone to release their soul. Uh, no, (laughs) um, no, it was crazy. You go down there and yeah, the Amish Mafia show was kind of based off of like that area and like the art, like the fight between, the Amish from there and then the Amish from Ohio, which doesn't really exist. Like there is no beef. Yeah. Oh yeah. I watched the Amish clans because they they don't talk to each other because they don't have phones. Now when you say clans, I mean, now didn't vanilla ice do some show building (laughs) houses with Amish people? I know he built, I know he did like a home remodeling winkle. Yeah. And then he got in trouble for like robbing shit out of one of the houses. Wait, almost positive. It was Amish people. Amish. What is wrong? No, almost positive. I I think they, it was like, it was something to go along with a rocking chair, dude. It's vanilla ice. He's OG. (laughs) And have you ever sat in a a handmade wooden Amish rocking chair? It's the best thing ever. I have not. Oh shit! No, those those are Mennonites. Those aren't oh, Amish. Okay. <laughs> I'm uncultured swine. That, there's a difference, and that's that's what made me laugh about that that uh, Amish mafia show because the Amish cannot drive, but Mennonites can. They're a little bit more relaxed, but like the one guy, the one guy in the show that was like the boss, Lebanon Levi. He was written in the book. I mean, careful, it, it, dude. Careful what you say about him. <laughs> well, it's not. It, it's all fact. I mean, he was in the book because he was born into an Amish family, but they weren't in the Amish community anymore. He was a volunteer firefighter in Lebanon County, which is like north of Harrisburg, kind of over by like the Hershey area where Hershey is and uh, all that. Not Lebanon Long, was in the Middle East. <laughs> well, that Lebanon. Is. That's that's Lebanon, not Lebanon. There's a difference. 
Um, <laughs> uncultured swine. But uh, cheers. <laughs> uh, yeah, he like he was a volunteer firefighter. There's pictures of him in his you know turnout gear and shit on calls, and you know it was all very. Uh, very spectacular just, in TV because yeah, it was interesting. I'm friends with with uh, Esther <laughs> Schumacher, one of the the girls that was on the show. No way on Facebook. You know, I mean, like this is all drawn out and yeah. This show used to make me so mad, and my ex loved it. She loved watching it. She's, oh, is it really it. like that? I I'm like, it. no, it's not fucking like that at all, dude. It's fake. Because but that rum spring of shit is true. <laughs> like yeah. They do have the choice when they get to a certain age to decide if they're going to stay in the Amish community yeah. or not. And so they yeah. go out and they get to experience it. And watching an Amish kid, you can find these videos all over, but watching them try to figure out what a TV is and how a remote control works is some of the best stuff you can find. That's just like pure, unadulterated content that's just funny. There's a name for that. What's for, that? For when they... Uh, Rumspringer? They, Rumspringer, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to say it, but I also didn't want to, you know, sound uncultured. <laughs> Swine. Um. <laughs> I, went to I went to college in South Dakota, and there was an Amish community close, and uh, they would do this shit, some of the upperclassmen. I only went to this school when I was a freshman in college, and uh, some of the upperclassmen were telling me, and this was a thing they did, is their community was so small, and they started, like, having inbreeding and shit in it that they would pay money... And a lot of like fucking college dudes or whatever would go and fuck their wives to pr impregnate Jesus. them so that they could have like it wouldn't be such an inbred fucking community. <laughs> and how it would work because some of these fucking guys I knew did this shit. They would put like a, a sheet up so you would only see her from like the fucking hips down, dude. Yeah. And uh, then they would just fuck them and they'd pay them and they'd leave. And they would never know like if they got if they had a fucking Jesus. half Amish baby out there or whatever. Uh, I never fucked anyone, any Amish people. To be clear, that wasn't me. But I did go go uh, goose hunting on their land when they didn't know it. Uh, like army crawled and goose goose hunt with a fucking couple people. And they, what is this? I was gonna pull shit? up a picture of like some inbred Amish people. Uh, <laughs> but they don't exist because they don't like cameras. Oh no! Uh, yeah, Yay, very good call. Uh, very clever. That's there. why I couldn't find one. What the fuck? That's why you can't find a picture. But yeah, so... Uh, and that's probably a secret that they don't want people to know, but that's what they do for sure. We're doing at that time in fucking 1998. Well, I mean... <laughs> 22, 22 years ago. Yeah, so... I mean, I mean if fuck you, you guys. If you look at, like, just pictures of fucking Amish people, you can kind of see that, you know, the apple doesn't fall far from the family tree. <laughs> The twisted I mean, branch. I mean, yeah. they're they're all pretty much related some way. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Scott just brought up a picture on the uh, on the computer here that has the uh, seven dwarfs names above these mug shots of Amish. <laughs> they added the extra guy Emmett. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! But yeah, it's it's like that out there. I mean, it's. You look at them and you can see that they're all pretty much related. <laughs> Their eyes are a little bit too far this apart. This is the number one most <laughs> hating Amish podcast out yeah, there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. It's not like they're going to hear it. No. <laughs> <laughs> it is a good target. It's a yeah. great target. Because <laughs> they'll never know. <laughs> yeah, fuck you guys and your fucking horse. <laughs> you're fucking, you're fucking horse, horse, horse drawn carriages yeah. and buggies. 
Ooh, I can raise a barn. <laughs> I, okay, I will say this though. It is impressive. <laughs> so when I when I was young and I lived out there, I worked in a, at a company that we installed appliances at new houses. So we'd take in, you know, the stove, the refrigerator, all that stuff. We we'd only do new builds. And across the street from a house we were working were two brand new houses. It's, you know, suburban community. They're, you know, cookie cutter houses. They all look the fucking same. But across the street are two houses. One is being built by a team of Amish guys, and one is being built by a group of Mexicans. The guys that were there that were Mexican. Why'd you look at Andres, dude? I mean, <laughs> I looked at both of them because he's but got a little bit in me, him. Though, you I did. I appreciate your um, service. <laughs> uh, they, the Mexican crew was down under a tree having lunch, you know, taking a break. Not a big deal. I mean, we know Mexicans are good at building shit, and they're fast. And, and you know labor laws. Yeah. <laughs> So they take breaks, but the Amish dudes were up. They were one hand was eating a sandwich, a sandwich, sandwich. <laughs> a couple shots in. Oh, you're um, from West Virginia, oh Pennsylvania. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so in one hand, they're eating a sandwich. And in the other hand, they're nailing in stuff on the roof, holding a nail and a hammer in one hand and just fucking one fluid motion, just pounding away, eating their sandwiches. And uh, it was just a testament to how, literally, how hard of workers they are. So I will give them credit for that. They can fuck their sisters all they want, but they can build you a house <laughs> in like five days. So I mean that that's a testament to their work ethic. So yeah. All right, we'll move on from that real quick. As we digress, as we digress yeah. about Amish bashing people, back Amish to what people. we were doing. Um, so another thing is the legend yeah, of Sleepy Hollow. <laughs> Oh yeah, so Johnny the, Depp. <laughs> the guy who wrote Sleeping Hollow, Washington Irving, he wrote it in 1820, and it was a tale of a headless horseman who terrorized the real village of Sleepy Hollow, and it's considered one of America's first ghost stories and one of its scariest. He may have drawn inspiration from his story while being a teenager in New York. He moved to the area in 1798 to flee a, a yellow fever outbreak in New York City. Uh, his story takes place in a New York village called Sleepy Hollow, a lanky newcomer newcomer and schoolmaster Ichabod Crane is chased by a headless horseman in the tale Irving weaves together actual locations of family names and a little bit of the revolutionary God, I can't fucking talk <laughs> revolutionary war history with pure imagination and fantasy. So, I mean, it was kind of based off something real, but just, you know, the headless horseman part was bullshit. That next picture is the Amneville house. That shit looks scary, dude. It does, dude. dude that is looks one of like my a barn. favorite. Think the, Amish the Amityville horror is yeah. amazing. So, in, uh, for those who don't know, who True aren't story. in the Halloween or scary shit, uh, November 13th, 1974, 23-year-old Ronald Butch DeFeo Jr. murdered his entire family while they slept. One year later, the Lutz family purchased the house in Amityville, New York, where the horror had taken place. George and Kathy Lutz then claimed they experienced paranormal phenomena in the house, green slime oozing from the walls, a Slimer. creature with red eyes and multiple family members levitating in their beds, which, I mean, if you've ever done mushrooms, you've levitated in bed before, so that part I don't believe. <laughs> the, the don't claim, close your eyes. <laughs> the claim appeared in Jay Anson's 1977 book, The Amityville Horror, which inspired the 79 movie of the same title and so many more movies. I mean, they've done recent... Re the the, the yeah. newest one didn't that have... Uh, like Ryan like Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, yeah. yeah, that one was really good. Really good. Oh, that reminds me on horror movies... Like ninety percent of them are all based on like Ed Gein. Yes. Oh, dude, Ed yes. Gein was crazy. fucking yes. crazy. Texas Chainsaw that is insane. Yeah. Yes, dude. And you know, the nips uh, from the, the great state of Wisconsin. 
Yeah. Oh, that's about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. The nipple bell. And I mean, yeah. dude, he had all he kinds had of really mom, cool things. He, he like took <laughs> his mom's skin and made a suit out of her. Yeah. And had skulls as like his bowls. Well, same with Silent Hill. He had, he had yeah, a box dude. of vaginas that he had yes. cut out and had like box painted them silver. <laughs> like that's fucking he was crazy. yeah he he was awesome imagine I mean, how bad those vaginas smelled dude if you before or after yeah. <laughs> both, both. <laughs> he's from the great state of wisconsin so oh. you guys have cheese Cheesy. in that game Ugh. yeah Ugh. that's a claim cottage cheese and the last one i have on here is why mary shelley carried her dead husband's heart so like around her neck? For like, those that don't know, Mary Shelley was the author of the book Frankenstein. Yes, she was. And she's world-renowned for terrifying fiction, but few knew that she had a dark secret. Her husband drowned at the age of 29 when a boat was caught in a storm back in 1822. His body and those of the fellow sailors were found 10 days later, and they were cremated, but his heart didn't burn. And they say that that could have been because he had tuberculosis when he was young. So Mary Shelley eventually took ownership of his heart and carried it around in a silk bag. Jesus. What the fuck? And then there's an ad for four signs to die of a heart attack. And the gout in this guy's fucking foot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? That, is some, it's that is some hardcore dude. edema. Like this you can see that sock. He needs to get bigger sock fucking socks. Dude. His socks like cut his foot off. Like this fucking guy. Looks like he tied a string around that. That's pretty bad. But yeah. It looks like Das Boot. so that's you know that's my uh halloween shit that i have that's uh some of the the tales and traditions of halloween do you have any uh ghost stories of your own so i grew up where i grew up in pennsylvania we lived across the street from a graveyard and it's one it's i mean it's a wait you lived across the street from right across the street from a graveyard fantasy dude and so (laughs) (laughs) sorry guy don't fucking touch me andres my my stepdad worked in construction and he or demolition and he used to get like quarter six of dynamite we'd do dumb shit as kids like we'd take them out and put them in tree stumps and blow up tree stumps in the graveyard. Oh, Jesus. I thought you said you were going to blow up graves. And right. shit. No, no. Fuck for no. Real. We, Jesus we didn't, Christ. We didn't desecrate anything. There was an urban oh, legend in oh. that graveyard that there were packs of wild dogs roaming around. In the How big was this graveyard? It was huge. Oh, okay. It's, it's a really big graveyard. But uh, we would go there and play, like, flashlight tag and truth or dare at night. And, I mean, we ran around this graveyard all the time. And there were plenty of times where you'd be in the graveyard as a teenager just fucking around, and it felt like somebody was watching you, or you'd feel somebody oh, touch you, sure, and there dude. was nobody there. And my room in the house was in the attic, and it was all to myself, and, and it was the best room that I could have. But like at night, there'd be all kinds of weird shit that would happen. You'd hear sounds, you'd see things like on the walls that, you know, like a car would drive by, and you'd see that shadow. Right. But... When the car was passed, it would like move away and move across in a way that didn't make sense. The shadow would. The shadow would keep moving, and it shouldn't have been there after the car had already drove past. So yeah, it was it was yeah, creepy. You as live fuck. next to a graveyard, dude. It, you don't it, yeah, think and it was like spirit would wander across the fucking street, dude. Like, it was a, it was a huge graveyard, like <laughs> yeah, like big enough that. Uh, you know, it had like, and old enough that it had like people from Civil War era buried there. I mean, you're going back to like the 16, 17, 1800s. 
in some of those graves. I mean, it was huge. Well, and, and I think a theory that I've read about like spirits or whatever that you see are that those spirits do not go to the place they're supposed to go because they're confused. It's either like a traumatic death or some crazy shit like that. That's why shit's haunted or whatever. That's why I was like, they probably wandered over because they don't know what the fuck's going on, man. Oh, yeah. I, I could totally, I totally believe that, you know, I saw shit, heard shit, you know, between there and, and as a kid going to Gettysburg and doing like ghost tours and shit like that. Yeah, it's, it's 100%. There, there's shit there. Gettysburg is one of my like bucket list places. Oh, yeah. We've it's been one talking of, about that lately, dude. You can come. We're going to plan a trip soon. So it's down. fucking. Yeah, I so told down. I told Davis when he goes out, I've got a buddy who did paranormal research. He ran his own little. What's up, par- guy? Hook it up. Paranormal team. <laughs> but he also he gives tours of Gettysburg. So if there's something about Gettysburg, I kid you not. This guy knows every detail and facet of the battlefield where everything happened. I mean, one of my favorite places is. uh there's a house where a girl got killed and it was the only civilian casualty of the civil war. It's called the Jenny Wade house. And she was standing at an oven, the pool, I think it was like rolls or she had baked, she had baked for the soldiers and, uh, she goes to take them out and she gets shot by a musket through the door. And so when you go, you can visit the house. There's still the musket hole in the door and I mean, it's 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 one of my favorite places to visit in Gettysburg. It's actually really dope. Yeah, you told me that story. That's and I, a crazy fucking story, dude. I told Davis, uh, and I'll tell you this too. He's talking about trying to to get a trip planned out. I said, you know what? I'll go with you and visit my family because I mean, Gettysburg's like a forty-ish minute drive from Harrisburg, where I'm from. I can go terrible. visit all my family, you know, see people, friends, whatever. I was like, and then we can do Gettysburg together, and you guys can just kind of visit. You know, you guys do your thing as a family, but then we'll go do like Gettysburg together or some shit. I'll do my own thing, and yeah, dude, it's it's awesome. I love it out there. Yeah, I fly yeah. to Philly, get a cheesesteak, drive to Gettysburg while I'm eating that <laughs> cheesesteak. <laughs> oh, don't forget, they don't call them Philly cheesesteaks when you're there. Just cheese. It's just a cheesesteak. And then it, yeah, they'll fucking probably. It depends on where shit. you go. Pattergino's. It depends on what. I'll you go to all of them. I'm gonna oh, get yeah. all of them. There, yeah. <laughs> you, you, all only you gotta go, say I'm is you want there once. All you gotta say is you want a Philly wit. You don't even say with. You don't complete the word because Philly not wit. A Philly wit, and they'll know what that. That's what cheese whiz, and that's oh, okay. the best way to have a Philly. Yeah, I've never had one with the cheese whiz. It's always with cheese melted on Interesting. it. Interesting. Crazy life uh, hack. Who else has some ghost stories for this Halloween episode? Billy, uh, you grew up in a small town, no hauntings? No, nothing. I, I got one. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> you're still here? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. Yeah, I'm over there touching Davis in the corner. <laughs> um, he was sitting between my legs. You didn't see him. Dude. <laughs> um, so I grew up in California, and I swear every house we lived in was fucking haunted in one way or another. But the one uh, thing that I remember the most, I just found out a couple of years ago from my older brother. I was about, uh, I want to say like six or seven. Uh, my parents were at work. Everyone else was at school or work. So uh, they left me at the house by myself. And I would just enclose myself in my brother's bedroom because I'm like, well, fuck, I don't, I'm scared. I don't want to go out there. My oldest brother uh, was out looking for a job and he called to see how I was doing and stuff. And I'm fine. And he said that, while he was asking me a question, he said he clearly heard it over the phone, like a demonic deep voice go, he's mine now. 
And like my brother, no way. Freaked, he said, my brother freaked the fuck out. He goes, hey, I'm coming. Like I remember him uh, coming home, pick me up, and taking me with him. But I just learned about that story about five years ago. That's fucking crazy. So you're yeah. telling me that you're Mexican. Yes. You grew up in California. Very true. Yeah. And a demon <laughs> now owns you. Named Damien. He <laughs> he wanted to own me, fucking but he man. never got me. Oh, okay. He never got this. That's part. crazy because uh, last when we had Vinny on uh, last podcast, there was some weird like lady's voice on the fucking podcast that was not in this room. And there's people in my in my house around this room at that time, but no one was close enough to that would make that noise. It was like it came through the equipment, dude. Yeah, if you I think like, you can hear it on there, you can. I think it's about. I, I want to say it's somewhere around the thirty minute mark. If I remember correctly, because I was trying to find it the other day, and I think it was somewhere around the thirty-minute mark, you can hear it because we all acknowledge it. We're like, "Yo, did you hear that? <laughs> like, what was, was that? It was weird. It was super Crazy. weird." And it comes. I mean, I've tried to boost it to hear what it says, and it's almost inaudible in the sense that you can't tell what they say, but you can hear the voice, and you can hear that it's like a, a woman's voice. Yeah, it was. It was like a a woman or a little a girl. One yeah, of the two. It was just it was a female voice. It was higher pitched, but you can't tell what they're saying. That's crazy. I can't believe you got a weird maybe that was the fucking like Golden State killer that called your fucking house, dude. Like that shit's <laughs> fucking crazy, dude. That he heard that shit on the phone. But it's crazy because I mean, we were talking about Jay, who passed, obviously. Yeah. And then all of a sudden we just hear that come through the mic. It's yeah, like that was weird. what the fuck? Maybe it was him doing an impression of a girl. That would be, <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be really cool. <laughs> we knew we were talking about him. Any of you guys ever fucked with a Ouija board? Oh, yeah. dude, my my sisters had one, and they used to have their friends over, and they do that fucking uh, that light as a feather, stiff as a board oh, bullshit. Yeah. Except my sisters are older, and they could scare the shit out. of me. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah. so they would be doing that, and I'd come busting in their room and scare the shit out of them. Or uh, uh, they'd do the Ouija board shit, and I'd like purposely move it. Like they'd ask a See, question. I never fell for that. I, I would. Never fell for the they Ouija would board because I was pretty good at getting it to move. The way that I wanted it to, and they're like, "Oh my god, it's moving!" And I'm like, thinking the whole time, "Yeah, it is." Wait, you cheated, dude? <laughs> oh, I fucking cheated the <laughs> shit out of them. One time, I was at a friend's apartment when I was probably way too old to be fucking with a Ouija board, like middle twenties, maybe. <laughs> 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 and uh, we were fucking around, and uh, obviously there had been b- plenty full of bowls smoked, and. Uh, we ordered a pizza and we forgot about it and we fucking started doing a Ouija board. It was like seven o'clock at night, dude. Nothing even like crazy. And it's a Ouija board and we're adults. <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden the fucking there's a knock at the door, like after we had been fucking with the Ouija board for a minute and all of our hands were on the Ouija board. We we're like, what the fuck? Like we were like goonies or something. <laughs> and then we open the door and it's like some kid with our pizza, like, uh, like super scared and shit, because he heard us like yell through the door. <laughs> Awesome. Confused as to what the fuck is going on. Yeah. yeah. And uh yeah, definitely ghosts weren't talking to us at all. <laughs> Daryl, do you have any uh ghost stories or seen any crazy shit apparition wise? No, it was just when you mentioned, you know, the light is a feather, stiff as a bone. It just made me remember instantly stiff like, as a bone. Stiff, stiff as, as a, a board. board. Whatever. Yeah. I'm stiff as a bone. Sorry. <laughs> Cheeto dick Andres. on the mind. Cheeto dick on the mind. Cheeto <laughs> Cheeto brain. <laughs> The dust got him. <laughs> now my uh, sister Dara, she's like, th- like four years older than me, 
Then we've got some cousins that are in her age, but they were obsessed with that movie, The Craft. Oh, yeah. I remember about that. Witches. That, that witch yeah. movie. They're like hot yeah. witches. In high school. Yeah, 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 yeah. Over here too. High school Thanks. witches. And that's where I learned about that. And then there's always that scene in there when she's like looking in the bathroom mirror and then her reflection turns around with her. Oh, like, yeah. Oh. I remember that. They used to give yeah, me. Yeah, creepy as yeah. shit. We used to do that bullshit. Uh, God, what was it? Bloody Mary, where you'd say it in oh, the mirror too. in the dark. Yeah. That's like Candyman, dude. Yeah, it's like the Candyman bullshit where yeah. you were supposed to like fucking just say Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, looking into a mirror and you'd freak the shit out of yourself. You'd never finish it because you're afraid she's really going to be behind you. I love that South Park made fun of that with Biggie Smalls. And <laughs> there used to be, the best thing ever. There used to be this bridge in the small-ass town that I grew up in that I would ride my bike over every now and then until I had a bad dream that there were trolls under the bridge that Troll. would... Yeah, trolls. That <laughs> would uh, kidnap me if I rode over it. Oh, so shit. So I stopped going over that bridge. And, like, to this... I mean, I don't live there anymore, but up to the day that I left that town, I would not go to that bridge. We should go there and see if there's trolls under there. On uh, one be. time, and I was probably too old to bridge. be doing this too, but your bridge story reminded me that there's a bridge over the Papio Creek that's pretty close to here. And uh, one ha- one Halloween, uh, me and my buddies, when we were way too old to probably be doing this, went down under there because that's where the bus like went off. Uh, the, there was a bus like from Norfolk or something going to the state track meet. It went off that bridge when it was like brand new of their construction, and some kids like died down there. Damn. Oh shit! And so like we went down there to see fucking ghosts. It was Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> go see a bunch of dead kids. <laughs> the wheels on the bus go round, round, round. <laughs> and so we're down there and we're smoking some J's and shit, fucking just talking, trying to get freaked out. And one of my buddies looks up and sees, like, a pair of eyes across. This is clearly a raccoon. And then we see another pair and then another pair. And there's, like, literally 25 pairs of eyes across the fucking creek from us. <laughs> and we're all fucking super stoked. Like, holy shit, look at all these raccoons, you know? Like, super, like, oh, man, this is awesome. And then someone goes... If there's that many over there, how many are over here? <laughs> oh my god! And yeah, like mid mid twenties or something, you know, running up the fucking hill back to our car. <laughs> so we got freaked out, but not for the reason that we wanted to. <laughs> Jesus. So when I grew up in Pennsylvania, there's uh, south of Harrisburg, there's York County, and in York, you just made me think about this for some reason, but. Uh, there's a place that I went to with a bunch of friends, and they called it the Seven Gates of Hell. What? And the myth was... Is it a cave? No, no. It's like mm-hmm. in the woods. But basically, it was like... The the version that I always heard, and, and I didn't know there was more than one until I pulled it up on Wikipedia, honest, honestly. What the fuck, But dude? one of them involved a burnt-down insane asylum where the people escaped, and they were haunting that the woods there. So basically you drive down, you go through these woods and there were like different gates you'd get through. So as you pass through each gate, you lose more of your senses. And if you made it to the last gate, it was the gateway to hell. And so we got all these kids together. It was a bunch of us. We were probably like 15 deep walking through the woods in the dark, having no fucking clue where we're at. And every you time you have a flashlight, we had a flashlight, but right. I mean, every time you just hear a sound <laughs> immediately, <laughs> your brain would be like, Oh shit. What the fuck? And you start playing like, 
your brain starts playing tricks on you. Like every sound you hear is something coming to get you. You're like, oh my God, I can't smell anything. You can fucking smell shit, but right, right, right. your brain is fucking with you. Like, oh my God, my sense of touch is weird now. Well, yeah, oh, yeah, because you're all panicked. Yeah, because... when that scared adrenaline gets running, dude. Oh, dude, fucking... it's crazy. You could do crazy shit, but you could all like it also makes your fucking brain crazy. But the problem is, is that the the property is uh, a private owner, and so you're trespassing if you're on there. So I think that also yeah. adds to some of the allure of it, because you know you're not supposed to be there anyway. Yeah, because in places like Pennsylvania or where I was born, Alabama, if you go in some dude's yard, fucking or land, they'll fucking shoot you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I guess the other around, story dude. was that it was uh, there was some eccentric doctor that was doing experiments on the fucking mentally ill, and in reality. The road didn't really exist. I mean, it's the place existed. There was some sort of an uh, asylum, even though they say there wasn't on Wikipedia. There was a building back there that burned down. Like that was true. But oh, but it's in debate whether it was an whether it was an or, asylum or whether it was like a farm or you know just like a barn or whatever. Right. Uh, but yeah, that was one of the crazy things uh, out in Pennsylvania that I went and did as a kid. There was this guy that was with us that was like super in a. Uh, you know, witchcraft, magic, pagan bullshit. And he like had a, like a bunch of salt, like just like one of those, those cans of iodized salt. And he popped the top open and he like drew a circle in the ground. He's like, this is our seal of protection. Jesus. <laughs> I just Jesus. fucking laughed at him. I'm like, damn dude, that's, this isn't right, real. Man. But as you got further in, you're what like, the fuck it is too. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> as, as you get further in, you're like, uh, I'm hearing shit that, probably I shouldn't be hearing right now. And I mean, there's all kinds of wildlife out there. I'm sure we were hearing right. fucking raccoons and possums and other bullshit, but bring up on this shit ball cemetery. I dude. was just, yeah, I was just thinking about that. The so albinos. with the same guy. Yeah. Yeah. I heard about that when I moved I don't here. I don't know about the albinos, but fucking, um, I think, I don't know. I feel like I heard albinos Hummel Park, maybe. Oh, you might Hummel yeah. Park. Yeah. This fucking place. Okay. So this place is in Louisville, Nebraska. And the same buddies that like, I'm trying to see ghost kids, ghosts and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had been by this place because we heard about this place. And it's one of the fucking like, you can look on it. Uh, if you Google it and shit, it's like one of the most haunted places in America. And it's in, it's very close to us. It's in the middle of a cornfield and it's super creepy. Because there's trees around the cemetery. And so when you're driving down, you're like literally driving through someone's cornfield and you go down. And when you go through these trees, the trees kind of overhang and it gets dark in there because even if it's sunny out, because the trees like have cover all around it. But all around that is corn. Dude, it's just a weird place. And you go in and then this is the fucking sign. And it's a super old cemetery. And the ball, it's named Ball because there's a family Name the balls, and they're like all buried there. Yeah. So we call. I wonder we, how many cocks are buried there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we fucking called. Uh, there's a house up on the hill, and so we figured people live there, and so we called. Uh, or we knocked on those people's door one time when we went there and we made up this whole story that we were like paranormal investigators and shit. And then we <laughs> want to fucking go in this because kids go here all the time. Like the first time I ever like drove around here, it's like a, 
right oh shit where he was doing that there where it showed that sign there was like a fucking like a circle where you drive and in that circle was like a shoe and a chick's thong like underwear like fucking on the ground and kids would go there and that's one of the the same color did they match yes they did (laughs) (laughs) she was classy but she left them there and got fucked in a graveyard so maybe not that classy yikes uh, Blame the victim, Jesus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, so we went up to the house and knocked on the door, and those people just rented that house. The curators of the cemetery were these other people, so we called them and did the same thing. So we showed up to meet these people during the daytime, like with a camera and shit, to the, for them to like show us around the cemetery. And when we got there, it was a fucking lady who like literally made her dress. She was a big old fat lady. And I have this video. If I can find it, I will post it on our social media shit. Cause we filmed all this shit and she comes there and she, she just looks weird. Like she's some fucking crazy lady that lives out in the country and like slaughters cows to eat the meat. Like she, they don't fuck. And then her husband was a dude who was probably like 115 years old and he had a hat. He had like a fucking straw hat and a corn cob pipe. And he refused to be on film. And the whole time we were there, he sat on a gravestone and smoked this corn cob pipe and looked like a skeleton because he was so fucking old, dude. Jesus. And then this lady takes us around. Uh, and, and we ask, like, she knows the story about the, and I'm, getting old and smoke too much weed i don't remember the stories that's why i'd like to find the videos she tells us the stories about how these ball people died and then we ask her like can you do you know any other stories about anyone else that's buried here and she says no and then asks us a few more questions and tells us like turn off the camera and then she proceeds to go to every fucking grave in there and tell us a story about how they died (laughs) and over half the people in there were children now, this place, I've been there at night when you're not supposed to be there, and cops will patrol this place because it gets vandalized. So when we were there, you could see, and these are old-school gravestones that are like, I don't know, fucking super, they're super thick granite, but they'd be snapped in half. And if you read when he had that thing up, it says on there one of the myths is it, that they snap off and then they go back up. Well, this lady was telling us that teenagers come and kick them in half and shit. And I'm like, no, that shit is... It's not like where it's sitting on the ground and it falls over. They're literally snapped in half. Yeah, it's like there's no one. There's can, no, no kid one that's kicking break right that over. in no. half. Like you'd have to hit it with a car or like do something. I don't know what what you would have to do to like break that. Smash. Right. But there was definitely ones that you could see were back up from being cracked, and there was ones that were still laying down that were cracked in half. And most, and like I said, most of the people buried in there were like children or babies. And they date back to like Civil War era, like one of the balls. Oh, pre-vaccination. Yes. <laughs> yes. And there was a mound there that we filmed that looked like a fucking brand new grave that didn't have a gravestone. And I don't know, like it just was like a mound that looked like it was, di- you know, you've if you've been to a graveyard, you've seen like kind of what that shit looks like. And then uh, at another point during the video, the the camera gets all fucking, like, distorted, and the fucking sound is all distorted and shit, dude. Davis, that was your grave. You're not here. (laughs) (laughs) Don't say that, dude. I'll believe it. You're really not here. (laughs) Don't say that. That's a fear of mine, dude. And I'm like, right now, I'm just laying in a fucking tank, dude, and I wake up and fucking... (laughs) Like it's the Matrix? Like like somebody fucking gave you the pill and you popped out of the Matrix? But I've been there at night and seen, like, crazy fucking orbs in the back. I've been there, or I've had friends that have been there where there's, like, other people there that are, like, dressed like kind of druids. They have, like, hoods on and shit, and they're, like, oh, back weird. the fucking shit. 
There's like it goes back a little ways, and then there's a creek. It's not a huge cemetery, and it's super fucking old, but it's it's crazy, dude. And uh, I don't know. I feel like there's a I'm an empath. I feel a lot of like energies in places. I used to take it as like nervousness or whatever, but it's like the energy of places and like being like there really like fucks with me or whatever. Just What's, feeling yeah. that energy. That's what I told you about Gettysburg. So one of the things I told Davis. You know, we were talking about it off air, but uh, there's a, a spot in Gettysburg where the most death happened. It's there's a triangular battlefield, and when you're over in that area, like I was in high school, we go up there in a bus on a tour, and I mean, when you're a kid in Central Pennsylvania, you go to Gettysburg from the time you're in like kindergarten until you're a senior in high school. Like you go there every year, pretty much. And there's a spot in the battlefield where I just started crying. Like I got overwhelmed with emotion like the loss the death the pain the suffering oh, yeah, and it's just the like crazy it's there. the energy there is insane in certain areas and there's parts of the battlefield where you can still smell gunpowder and you smell like the river like there's a creek that ran through there that was red with blood for weeks from dead soldiers and it smells it's got that iron kind of that 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 the smell of blood i mean that's the only yeah. way you can describe it and so, yeah, it's it's just like that. Like you're you're as an empath, you pick all that shit up, and so you'll experience it if you go to Gettysburg. So will you? I mean, you'll feel it. You'll feel that overwhelming kind of loss. What's crazy is like there's people that they're definitely not empathic or they don't ascribe to that sort of like sort of train of thought, but they've talked about their visit to Gettysburg and just being completely fucking overwhelmed by. Oh yeah, feel it's it's, it's amazing. Like, it's one of those things that I have yet to go, obviously, but it almost speaks for itself in the energy that's there. Like what fucking happened? Oh yeah. That's a great place. And everybody goes like ghost tours and stuff that, you know, they want to go do that in this time of year because Halloween's coming up. But the best time to do those out there is actually like the anniversary dates of when the battles happen. Hell yeah. That's because that's when be out, it's dude. most active. <laughs> and that's when, you know, like a lot of the, the actual ghost hunters will get permission because it is a federal park you can't just go there at night. You have to have, right. you know, some oh, sort sure. of permission to be there. But it, it's it's one of the one of my favorite places as a. I mean, it's a battlefield. But just thinking, and I think we've talked about it before. People just fucking picnicked, <laughs> like they'd get the family yeah, together and, and the wear battle. their Sundays best and watch men kill each other with cannons and muskets. You know, like it's like that scene from crazy. the Patriot when they're looking out there. Oh yeah, it's exactly yeah. That's, that's fucking insane. insane. Yeah, that's exactly what it Ugh. is. But yeah. Any other, uh, anyone else have any, like, ghost stories? No? Negative. So we, we're going to hit the news. Just random shit that we uh, have for news. And I pulled the picture up so everyone else could see. if. Oh, we don't have any. news music this week? We don't have news music. <laughs> I uh, no. I had to take it off the board for all the other sounders that we had. Billy, get the guitar. Yeah. <laughs> I want to give you mad props for using fucking Nightmare Before Christmas music earlier. Oh. That was so oh, awesome. We were I talking was thinking, like, oh, I hope he does it. And he did it. We were talking <laughs> about, like, Halloween music and trying to find something. And the two things that came to mind is this is Halloween. And just the music from the Halloween movie. The oh, nice. Bump, 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 bump. Yeah. Like, those those were the... I could play that on guitar if you want me to record it for you. <laughs> nice. Yeah, we have a guitar right there. <laughs> those, are, those are the two things that came to mind immediately. It is acoustic, so Billy should probably take over. He's much better on acoustic than I. But Davis had found this story. And go ahead. You, you, uh, you set this one up. So I saw this a few times going around on social media, and it's about this dude 
uh, I think he's, uh, yeah, he's a German, uh, Mark, yeah. Mark Bryan. And as we know, Germans are a little bit weird. <laughs> I mean, they have a colored history. Uh, this motherfucker. Or not so colored. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking asshole, he wears, he wears his button-up shirt, like his regular business shirt to work. He wears a mask because of COVID, and he wears a skirt and high heels and a regular man's briefcase, it looks like. And he has no... Oh. <laughs> Look at his calves, though. What the fuck? That dude's got Look some calves. Look at his calves. Yeah. I'm sorry. He definitely I, I shaves it. his legs. Oh, cool. veiny, dude. His legs he, are so He says he's just a straight father. He, he just likes... Oh, this is his look. back up for a second. What's that? That is Captain Kirk in a weird alternate universe. Dude, <laughs> that is one hundred percent. His uh, Twitter or whatever is Mark Bryan nine one one or is that Instagram? Whatever. That's Instagram, yeah. Insta, yeah. Which means if you see me, call the police. <laughs> <laughs> he he says he's straight. He's happily married. Has children. He just loves to wear business skirts and high heels <laughs> around with regular man shirts. I mean, apparently, and, uh, like. People they, like the internet loves him. I found it very odd. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's not just a straight dad. <laughs> My dad never I know, dressed like this. <laughs> I know another guy whose dad is named Mark who's not straight. So, I mean, I mean maybe. <laughs> maybe. Says he loves Porsches and beautiful women. <laughs> and and incorporating high kind of heels incorporating and high skirts heels. into his daily attire. Right. What are you wearing? He's a 61-year-old, too. That's crazy. He doesn't look 61 with those calves. He desires no, suede. No banging. <laughs> if you saw that from behind, you'd think you were walking up to a chick who had cancer <laughs> to, to hit on her, and then he's going to turn around, and you're going to be very disappointed. <laughs> or are you? Or, I mean, you might be excited. I mean, it just depends on what you're into. Come on, dude. This depends guy, on their response. This dude's come on this guy's legs, dude. There's other, he is... He, is a uh, metrosexual, I would say. Yeah, I mean, and like literally, it's just like the internet. There's nothing loves wrong with that. You it's look amazing, weird. nice it's look, love me. the yellow. You look so elegant. It's I weird mean, that he wants to tell everyone that he's a straight father and shit. That's weird to me. Look at you, yeah. man. <laughs> All he has to say is, "Hey, I've got kids." Oh no, don't don't worry. I'm straight. I have kids. Dude, I just can't not see Captain Picard. <laughs> yeah, that's what I Dude. mean. It's literally Patrick Stewart. You should definitely post this article. And yeah, give I will. Some more credit on the. This one's thing. great. But uh, what else did you have for news stories? Oh, I got fucking news stories, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was the first one. <laughs> okay. Uh, Daryl texted me during the week talking about some shit he found. <laughs> I don't. I don't really know how. I didn't ask him <laughs> on the internet. It wasn't a plan. Trust me. So <laughs> <laughs> Someone was searching for breast milk jewelry, which I don't even know how that's a thing. But apparently, so after some minimal research, that was also equally shocking. Uh, what happens is, you know, women will have a kid and they'll want to uh, commemorate their motherhood. And the process of, you know, feeding their child. <laughs> so what they'll do, they'll either send their breast milk to someone who will mix it in with like a paint or a resin 
to put it into jewelry. That's what I thought. Or you apparently, this is what I found out, you can also buy a kit from Amazon or Etsy to, to do it yourself. Wait, to make your own breast milk jewelry? Yes. This is like a huge thing. This is like a baby gender reveal party. This Without is like the a, fires. a new thing. Without the fires. <laughs> well, and this Without is how, the fires. Before even, before even knowing what this was, I said that, there's a, that you there's let a the milk. so expensive. Breastmilkjewelry.com. That's all you need to know. $99 for a custom breast milk uh, pendant, it looked like. Holy oh, it, gets it goes up to up like to $750. No, no, check what? this so out. So let me get this straight. You're, you're commemorating your breast milk, which really isn't like anything of your kids. It's yours. So like, I don't, no, I don't want to subscribe to your newsletter. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you should subscribe to the newsletter. I don't produce breast milk, so I'm not interested. Mm. Did someone answer that person looking in the buy sale trade on Facebook? I do <laughs> not know, but I did when I shared that you know screenshot as a meme. I did block out the name because I have to respect that person's privacy. It's a friend I've known for for fuck, since fucking middle school. So oh seriously, so I'm trying not to judge. But Can we I call her so an interviewer? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I sent that picture. You know that screenshot of hey, looking for a breast milk jeweler in the Omaha area specifically for rings i sent that screenshot to another friend and he was like dude i bought one of those kits on etsy for my woman i uh i had to send the breast milk through the mail that's the first time i learned that you could send breast milk through the fucking mail he's like yeah i, yeah, did I don't think that's true i don't think you can no, send no, no. the liquids through the mail Check it out. he's like yeah i did this back in like late may early june and i'm like dude you might have just sent some breast milk to a weirdo with a yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some dude making. I told Daryl there's some dude making chocolate milk with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's getting cold. It's going to be hot now. I feel like yeah. the same moms that would get these rings are the same moms that would keep foreskin. Oh, oh for sure. Maybe a foreskin fucking necklace, dude? Or, yeah, the, yeah, the, the teeth, teeth necklace. Oh, my mom kept all of her kids' baby teeth. It was really jarring when I found that bag on top of the fridge. Oh, if they man. made breast milk rings, your mom would probably have them. No, I have always, <laughs> I've always told my no. sons that... Uh, I hope not. Don't give me nightmares. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. I throw their teeth away when the tooth fairy comes, and I've always told them that, you know, when you shake a can of spray paint, that thing you hear inside, I'm like, that's, that, a, tooth? that's a tooth? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Because I'm a good dad. Yeah. I mean, that's the best. <laughs> <laughs> uh what what do i have next i have uh andres also sent me some kind of news he said davis uh check out this article and it was of bobby bowden who is a former coach football coach of florida state out there football is a uh game played with a pig skin here in america for those who don't understand <laughs> and uh it was an ex-player was accusing him of being racist and hiding behind the Bible. And Andres pointed out that I have a picture on the wall in here where we record of <laughs> sure Bobby do. Bowden that he signed to my grandpa that says, scalp him, Bobby Bowden. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, he coached a team called the Seminoles, which is also a Native American tribe from Florida. So, <laughs> so I would say he is racist. I, I mean, I would say that's probably pretty accurate. <laughs> he, he's one of the good old boys i guess is what they call him down in the south i'm from alabama and i'm pretty sure that's what they call him yeah i'm pretty sure it is <laughs> oh that reminds me of the uh potential clan of otzes that exist in arkansas I mean, I told clan? You, you, and you use clan <laughs> because arkansas because arkansas 
Fair enough. Fair so, enough. So long story short, uh, my dad's dad did not stay with his family. Had a different family in Arkansas that he, <laughs> that he stayed with and raised. And uh, That's what you did in the old days, by yeah, the way. Yeah, course. you had your regular family and then your better family. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, we were not the better family. <laughs> try number one, try number two. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, there's there's some Otzes down in Arkansas. <laughs> don't reach out. I don't so, care about you. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> your family was the mulligan? <laughs> don't reach out. <laughs> 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 um i also have i think the last oh there's a an, this animal i found uh i can't even say the fucking name the akinda where's it from uh <laughs> that i don't know i just know how to say it uh this flashed up on my facebook or google or something this is how you know that i'm real or echidna, fucked up. echidna it, it has like a, a four is it a mexican porcupine yeah it has a four-headed penis what? It's Whoa. quite disturbing. Oh, that's to look the at. very first thing it says on Wikipedia. Yeah, dude, it's. Crazy. It looks like a little Whoa. hand without oh, fingers. What the fuck? It's definitely a penis hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, here's something that's interesting. If you search "crazy animal penis," oh shit, uh, you'll find out that there's all kinds of weird shit. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh like, ooh, look at this one. singing penis down here. <laughs> is that a mole it looks like it's screaming at the ground Dude, that's just a black guy's cock right there <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's not, that's not looking <laughs> jesus 11 of the strangest animal genitals in the animal kingdom now some of it. these are like weird things like oh uh, yeah guess everyone guess i'm guessing duck and cat are on there because cats like big cats i've heard that they have barbs yeah yeah they yeah. do have barbs Ducks are corkscrewed. Which that the female ducks they have different channels of vag- vagina because they get raped so much to yeah. prevent having to give birth yes. to a fucking. Yeah, rapist. they have a good vagina and a bad vagina. Yeah. Imagine if humans had that, dude. Like if chicks fucking hammered. Isn't that someone's fucking joke? So dude? when you're when you're really when you're really chicks bored, hammered, she can what cut is off her good joke vagina. Is another's dude? horror story. <laughs> when you're when you're really bored, just uh, Google search duck penis. So my mom, uh, it's literally like a corkscrew. It looks like he's going to open a wine bottle. My mom Look loves at that duck penis corkscrew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, to open your wine with? Oh, perfect, dude. Uh, my mom loves animals, and uh, my stepdad got her a couple ducks one year, and she lives on a lake, and these ducks multiplied. <laughs> and then those ducks multiplied, and then wild ducks came in, they multiplied. <laughs> And these ducks really don't fly anywhere because they got them at, like, fucking the tractor supply store. <laughs> so they're not, like, <laughs> wild ducks. And so everyone on the lake hates my mom because there's ducks everywhere that don't <laughs> fly anywhere. And I've witnessed duck rape many times, and it is savage, dude. Oh, it's... They usually go, like, two or three at a time, dude, and they're, like, biting the fuck out of the what? females and what? shit, dude. They do. usually got to pay extra for that Nature sort of is rapey. Well, dude, ducks, ducks, and dolphins are the rapiest animals. I oh, swear, yeah. that's what they do right there, dude. He's biting the fuck out of her neck. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the one right under with three ducks on that one. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh, yeah. That's they're... a fucking gangbang. That's a yeah, corkscrew gangbang. Yeah, they're raping the fuck out of her. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So yeah, we found out there are animals with very crazy dicks, <laughs> and we've divulged into this now. <laughs> Dude, I shouldn't have said that, dude, with deep fucking, dude, deep fakes. I'm going to be fucking, some kind of crime is going to be. Dude, just look at this picture. 
Like it's Dude, this what is the fuck? <laughs> you definitely open a wine bottle with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that guy got a job to measure to duck measure duck dicks. Duck dicks. <laughs> he Park applied, <laughs> got an interview. Probably so, did a follow-up interview. So how many Cheetos board. are a duck dick? I will be so good <laughs> at getting that duck hard. Length or girth. <laughs> I will make sure I get the accurate measurement. All right. All right. Do we have any other do you have any other stories on your end, Davis? Because I have one for you to read. I have a uh go to worldnewsdailyreport.com and it's uh San Francisco police interrupts a sex party involving midgets and emus. <laughs> And a definitely a fountain of sperm, which really confuses me. So I'd like to discuss it. An entire fountain? Yeah, so in my brain, we talked about this before the show when uh, uh, Andres and me and Billy talked about this fucking... In my head, I imagine like a chocolate fountain because cho- <laughs> chocolate will get hard or dry or whatever, you know, if it's not fucking like... Billy said they put vinegar in it or some shit like that. Vegetable oil. Vegetable oil. To make it keep... Yeah, 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 to thin it it out. Yeah, keep it... Well, come fucking dries, first of all. So it has to be a fountain that's continuously going. And second of all, where do you order that? (laughs) 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 Like, what kind of fucking business are you running? And third of all, like, what kind of cum and how do they get this much cum? Because that's a lot of cum. A large outdoor fountain filled with 50 gallons of semen. (laughs) 50 gallons. And not only did they... It was for what I'm saying. It was for fetishes. They had midgets, bearded women... Animals and the fountain. What the fuck? Can you get a Where? bearded midget? Oh, I mean, for sure. Woman, bearded for sure. midget woman, obviously. You mean a dwarf? Dwarf. Dwarf, you're right. I mean, I've Little watched person. Lord of the Rings. I know. Oh, whatever they're midget. Oh, we're going by the lore. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Dwarven women can it. be bearded. This is true. Oh, Jesus. They call 71 creatures. people were arrested creatures. on various charges. How did 31 of those were minors <laughs> that got charged with what underage drinking? What? Fuck. This is some kind of crazy cult. Dude, this is some kind of crazy frat party, I'm saying. Dude. Or some kind of weird-ass cult. Yeah, yeah. A crazy what are the emus? Frat this guy's trying. The picture that's up on the screen right now is a guy bending at. His, he has hands, he has <laughs> on, his hands knees. on his knees, looking like he's trying to check out the emu's butthole. <laughs> see if this emu's okay. And this emu does look like it's haggard. Like it's like fuck, man. It's had a fucking rough night. Because emus yeah. and ostriches are mean, dude. It should be fucking this guy up, and it's, it g- doesn't even care. It's like dude, they gave looking that, at that guy emu like, a whole bunch of drugs. Someone make fifty gallons of semen. <laughs> <laughs> it was like these guys tripped me off. So it was an extreme. Listen, this is my favorite quote. It was an extremely delicate operation. Hundreds of naked people trying to flee with emus and boars with ball gags in their mouths running around. It was a chaotic scene. <laughs> what the actual fuck? First of all, they should probably so just the shoot minors. the boars because they are a problem. Yeah, that's everywhere. weird. Like, what high schooler is like? I really want to fuck an emu and a boar tonight. Do you know what? This probably was some like Illuminati. <laughs> Like shit, dude. The miners were, were fucking. Like, yes. Yeah, let's do there's it. A we're big group of them at school. Did you say there's an emu there? I'm down. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. No, dude. Go midgets, up to I'm the in. go up to the picture of the people being handcuffed. Show up naked. Is this from? You think this is actually from this party? I, dude, I have. No, it says I have they no busted idea. the party at 4 a.m. No, then no. 
Two but boars, eight emus. That shit went emus. on for a while. Eight fucking emus. Dude, this is like some dinosaurs. like Roth, <laughs> Rothschild, like Illuminati <laughs> shit is what this shit is. Yeah. That's what this shit is. This, this is some Epstein That's why there's so shit. many fucking youth is they're like sex trafficked motherfuckers. And this is some like the the powerful fucking Rothschilds that threw oh, this yeah. weird fucking party. We're definitely giving got the off. a doubt of that they're just under 18. It, totally. Yeah. That, how you how know, else are you going to get your adrenochrome? Right. Were they actually dwarfs? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> or were they children? This is a great fucking question. Uh, yeah, this is this is a great story. Wait, wait, wait. 17 people are accused of bestiality and animal cruelty after they found a video of them having sex with the animals and all face up to 15 years in See? Jail. This guy is checking the emu's asshole, dude. That's crazy. <laughs> You're okay. fucking an emu, dude. That's crazy. It has talons, dude. That's dude, crazy. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Anybody see the one the story on the side? The cannibal yeah, killer slaughtered and ate 23 pizza delivery men. Oh, yeah. Six Jehovah's, Jehovah's Witnesses, Witnesses and two postmen. <laughs> but, dude, I, I think this that, story that. might be fake because, dude, look, at he looks like a fucking iguana. Oh, he, he looks, looks like, like he ate that many people, dude. He looks <laughs> like he ate 23 delivery men. Listen, yes. listen. And so, six Jehovah's Hold on. Witnesses. Look at how far apart his eyes are. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> this weekend, we were talking about TikTok, and I explained everybody. Wow, that's a Davis cool knows. My TikTok, I've started to curate it based on another show that we listened to, and my TikTok has some of the cool guys of TikTok and some cool girls. And so I was showing a video to one of the younger servers at the bone. And she said, uh, no, you're, you're whoa, whoa, whoa. Your TikTok <laughs> isn't as cool as mine. I said, look, the TikTok you you're cool watching, is. both of their eyes point the same direction. The guy I'm watching, his eyes point <laughs> opposite directions. Thus, he is way cooler because he can see two directions at one time. <laughs> I mean, that's how you got to justify it. Look, I'm legitimately scared now. It's dark in here. I, I've seen Men in Black. This guy was in Men in Black. This guy's a fucking alien. He swallowed this people This guy wants sugar and water. Bugs. And this fucking guy, this fucking guy is an alien. That's why he ate 23 guys, dude. <laughs> fucking aliens are real, oh, and they're among another, us. And this guy has a fake mask too, on, dude. Those Jehovah's Witnesses said, hey, do you want to talk about God? And he's like, hey, do you want to talk to him? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So was that your last one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, yeah, so yeah. I've got, I've got the something for that was my last one. Yes, I've got, I've got. So, so with COVID nineteen and with uh, you know the funny bone opening, we've all been a little concerned, just keeping our distance and making sure we're you know taking care of everything. Oh yeah, this guy I did fucking find- on Friday. He uh, or maybe it was the first week we were open. He fucking showed me a video when he came up of him blowing a vape and it all going out the sides of his mask. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you're vaping in a mask. Yeah, like, conspiracy like, doesn't void the fucking. It's state not a ordinance, space. But- Dude, it's not fucking like airtight, dude. Like, what are you talking about? It just block, like it blocks straight on shit. Just fucking wear a mask. <laughs> so I was, I was kind of looking around. I was kind, I got caught in that rabbit hole of Google, and uh, so I wanted Davis to read this one. It's about the coronavirus, and so Davis, if you don't know, has a reddish colored beard. <laughs> uh, not reddish color. It is a red beard. But that that I I With have the same. Sprinkled. It's he's a, a wise man. So red yeah. hair is caused by the MC1R gene mutation, and this is from the CDC's website. So go ahead and uh, just uh, start reading start this. Right? The just COVID-19. the COVID nineteen. Yep. COVID nineteen is a new disease, and we are still learning how it spreads. 
the severity of the illness it causes and what extremes blah blah blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> MC1RG mutation is known to cause red hair may not directly relate to higher risk of getting COVID or severe illness most people are not inherently at high risk from becoming infected dude I've I've been smoking weed during this episode <laughs> you gotta read the whole thing because it all plays in for the next part too alright okay okay for becoming infected or having a severe illness from COVID-19 however some people with the with uh, this disability might be at a higher risk of infection. Did, wait, did you see that? They said that having having red hair was a disability. Yes. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> so continue. I was trying to fucking read past it, dude. Is that why you're struggling? Because <laughs> you're disabled? Fucking ginger. Uh... Uh, Davis is disabled and might be at a higher risk of infection <laughs> because of their underlying medical conditions. All people seem to be at high risk of severe illness from COVID-19 if they have serious underlying chronic medical conditions like chronic lung disease, serious heart disease, <laughs> a heart condition, or red... Red... <laughs> Red hair okay, is red. not a fucking disease. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting angry now. Adults, <laughs> adults with disabilities are three times more likely than adults without disabilities to have heart disease, stroke, diabetes, Fuck you. <laughs> okay, okay, there's more. Okay, so here's the group. Here, read the next part. The groups, the groups and risk, okay? If you have one of these disability types listed below, you, you have an increasing risk of being affected by unrecognized illness. You should discuss your risk of illness with your healthcare provider. First one, people who have limited mobility or can avoid coming into close contact with others may be infected as direct support providers and family members. People who have trouble understand. This is number two. People who yep. have trouble understanding information <laughs> <laughs> or participating practicing. and practicing <laughs> or practicing trouble understanding information <laughs> such <laughs> as hand washing and social distancing. <laughs> P three people who have. Dark hair, but red beard. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Read it. Read it. <laughs> Number four. People who are named Davis Peacock. So Who wrote this article? So, so, I will fucking, I will stab you in the face, motherfucker. So Davis treated us, and I decided oh. to trick Davis. About this is a, great. About a week ago, I met Message oh, these guys, man. and I created my own my own messenger group. <laughs> that I named the Fuck with Davis Club because I knew you're a trickster. This and I great. was like, we gotta fuck with him somehow. Got my what, come up and what? What can we do? And so I I don't know what made me think about it, but I was like, you know what? I'm gonna make sure that he knows that having a red beard. And dark hair is going to lead to coronavirus. And then it means you're disabled. <laughs> and that you're disabled. That played out Dude, so I'm real. <laughs> yes, I love it. So I I edited. I literally edited. You guys got me just enough drunk, dude. I, that's the point. That's why I wanted that to save it for last. End, dude. Like, I downloaded a thing that lets me edit 
live websites so that I can edit this. And that's why it's been open in I'm the corner nervous, the whole dude, time. So read that. My hands are sweaty and shit. <laughs> Woo. It, it worked perfectly. So you it's 100% bullshit oh, because like God. I didn't want to. Game didn't, on, dude. I didn't want to edit the rest, so I just cut it off right I there. I said, call you the wrong name at the beginning. You fucking make an article. Game on, dude. <laughs> All right. So this has been a blast. We're almost two hours at hour and 45 minutes. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's awesome. Joe Rogan ain't got shit like on that. us. It didn't feel like that <laughs> No, it didn't. It went by real fast. <laughs> But uh, I want to thank everyone for listening. Uh, you can see these guys at the Funny Bone with us if you, you know, are in the Omaha area and want to come in and check Darryl. us out. We Maybe didn't really give Daryl a proper introduction. He's a jack of all trades up there. He pretty yeah, much does yeah. everything. He does everything. It's very important. Uh, yeah. He was, uh, what, food runner, server, uh, door guy, ticket booth. That's it. Assistant. That's it. Basically, the reason why I got a job there, the story I told, yep. Daryl is the one who invited yeah, me. Yeah, Daryl's the, the Daryl from his story. Yep. Hi guys, it's me, Daryl. <laughs> and if you go buy tickets, there's a chance you've seen him sitting up there with his glorious hair. But also, let's not get confused. I don't make decisions there. I'm afraid of commitment. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, email us at doorguyspod at yahoo.com. Email the do the Cheeto challenge yourself if you Send want us to. videos and we'll post them. We Hashtag we want to see you guys. Challenge. You yeah. know, try to do the same thing, and maybe your name can make it on the leaderboard. You're definitely not going to get 11, and if you do, I'm going to beat you because I'll get 12. But uh, Yeah, if you get 12 or if you send us a video of you doing that, maybe we'll send you a fucking prize. Ooh, I got yeah. an idea. If they beat Scott, they could be a potential guest. There you go. That's not a bad idea. But you got to get 12 because I got dude, 11. Some and bum like living in Chicago in the fucking tunnels, dude. It's going to get like <laughs> 37. He has no teeth. <laughs> yeah, They'd be like, I need, to be, I need to come to your house, dude. <laughs> no, dude. But no. You can, Scott doesn't want a squatter. Don't be a squatter. No, no. Or Davis doesn't want a squatter. You, you have can, to have an address. <laughs> you can find us on social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook at Door Guys Pod, uh, and on Twitter at the same. All right. Uh, thanks for coming, guys. Happy yeah. Halloween, everybody. All right. And we got a little song to play out yeah. for you guys. Play, play a lot of this song. I'm too. going to. Uh, yeah, All great. right. We love you guys, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Yep. Adios. Later. Bye. Yep. Deuces.